trying to do this thing words. Yeah, season six, episode 10. James, that was actually perfect because I just started recording, didn't know you were going to keep talking, and now we're live. Hey, hello, welcome into season six, episode 10. We are all here having a good time, and I got a little accent going. We start off with some Brady's bodily bewilderments, some questions, and would you rather pop culture. For those of you who go to the church, it is the start of Lent, and it is also the start of March. This week's list is going to be teams that we think can win it all in the madness that is March. You guys heard the news about baseball. We got to talk about it because I'm on the verge of tears. Basketball and other sports when we get there. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Let's get it. You can come get me. all right okay we're back um so it's really tough to do that intro all in one breath and then i feel like if i need another breath i'm just gonna uh, all into the microphone which is what i just did right now you should do that you should do that more often it's just the yeah so sultry it's like asmr (laughs) and then people are gonna start thinking it's a part of the song yeah true yeah 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 pat mallers if you're listening put that in a tune you're a human nice yeah you're a human soundboard (laughs) thank you man speaking of soundboards bodily bewilderments um so i was looking at my hand the other day (laughs) (laughs) and i used to have this um some would say wart Mm -hmm. some would say callus on my hand sure so and then they just froze it off yeah and now my hand looks perfectly normal like there was nothing ever there yeah this is a long time ago okay so then that just brought me to like the whole thing with anything you get removed from your body and then like a scar like you know a cut on your hand like maybe someone had really long fingernails and you get a little cut on your hand right nothing for stitches like stitches stay forever you have those scars forever Mm -hmm. and how do those little scars that you get say you get sliced a little bit yeah how the fuck does that go back to regular skin like it dries and then becomes a scab and then you're not supposed to pick the scab but we all do but we all do and then eventually it goes back to just normal skin. How the fuck does skin regenerate? Brez? Yeah, I was going to look at you too. <laughs> I don't know, but I was just going to say your epidermis is showing. Um, but What does that mean? Epidermis is your skin. Yeah. Why is there so many fucking names? Like, it's like languages. I like that we both got well, like the, the. I do know that, like, all of your skin on your body... Mm-hmm. Like regenerates entirely every seven years. Yeah, we talked um, about it, like we like kind of shed, but like yeah, microscopically. As to the way like our body fights scabs or like fights infections and stuff, and like scabs harden right, and skin like heals like technically yeah, well, under it. Yeah, because once blood gets that certain oxygen level, doesn't it? It harden. Yeah. yeah. Coagulates. So that's the technical term. But 
I, it, it is something that kind of just like, we know it happens, but like, how does it happen is something that we could have learned, but yeah. haven't at this point. Yeah. Precisely. But when you like enjoy, um, a toke or two, you're going to start thinking about those things a little bit more in depthly. And the fact that I'm not just covered in cuts like that I used to have, and like, I get like healing and not bleeding anymore. Sure. But like the skin just being perfect after, you know? Yeah. Like. And just like nothing was ever there. Right. But so nobody knows the answer, which is fine, which is good, which means I stumped you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that we don't know the answer. It's that we don't have the scientific definition of why. Yeah. Okay. But we know why it happens. There it's probably it's is. Body, you know, like it, it, that is what the human body does. It heals itself to an extent. Yeah. But I'm over that now. <laughs> I have something else that I need to bring up. How do you get skin from epidermis? How yeah, does the how is the technical just, word epidermis and then other people call it skin? What the fuck is going on? Like, why is it just a, a doctor's language because they have six years of school and they need to make sure that they sound smarter than you and make you feel fucking stupid? Just a fancy it's, word that they want I to forget, say. I forget like the name of the I study, agree. but like it's not. Um, That's everything with the body, though. I know, you know, and I'm not mad at doctors for knowing, for like, but like, <laughs> but like, why? And also, also, we were talking about it last week. Why is there five forms of yeah. there? It's like the etymology of like the scientific term. Like Advil isn't Advil. It's like yeah, like shortened. But why? Right. To make it easier for people like me, <laughs> yeah. so I don't have so to say. So you can wrap your silly little brain around big, big ideas. Okay. Well, like the origins <laughs> of words, like the reason that there's like scientific definitions of certain words is because the et like etymology of the word no. explains what it is. It's because they don't want Brady to get it. Okay, <laughs> that actually has to be the truth. It's the scientific definition of what it is. I who gives a shit? <laughs> I, I'm, I like, hey, do I'm just does saying. the doctor come in the fucking room or does he go in the back room and be like, hey, oh yeah, his epidermis is uh, lacerated and then come in to me and be like, your skin's fucked. Like, <laughs> maybe he might, depends on the doctor. <laughs> but, but why? Dude, it's, it's a like, waste of time. It's like having a conversation with my dad and I'll be like, oh man, my stomach hurts. Well, you got this, 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 and this going on. Bioglandial... Dioglyphosphates, and it's like I don't know. What the You're fuck like, you Dad, just said. not now, not now. I have a tummy ache, Father. Now leave me be. Yeah, yeah, right. That's all you have to say. Tell you don't have to. to I already feel like shit. You don't have to make uh, me feel stupid too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I would say it's the opposite, you know, because when you have like a stomach pain that is more than a stomach ache, like you know, when you've eaten too much, and then you go to a doctor because you're like, this is different, and they're like, oh, don't worry, it's just a casual case of insert big long word here it'll be fine you yeah, know I, I guess there are pros and cons the pros being that hey i came here with a really hurt stomach and i was i really need you to tell me it's something more than that right so that's a pro there and but a con is a con is like if it's a little more than a stomach ache and they come in they go oh you have a glyphosphemioma and that's really, really bad. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There's or they say, you have glyphosate. You know the old doctor pause, like <laughs> yeah. family guy hits it right on the head every time. He's like, and I have bad news. 
And it's that I have yeah. good news for yeah. you. And you looked like you wanted bad news. Like yeah. this stupid shit. Yeah. Is yeah. that like when he's like, oh, he goes, oh my God, it's terrible. What? I left my pop tart in the toaster too long. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I think I knew, I know what I need to do with all these bewilderments. Just start learning. <laughs> write a book. You should write yeah. a book. Brady. Read a book. Maybe we, we gotta, we gotta get a scientist on. Like we said a couple episodes ago, it's just that, you know, getting a good scientist in our contact list is a little difficult. Oh, I, I actually got one. Oh fuck. Yeah. All right. He's on next episode. Stay I just tuned. don't know if I want to know. Does he go by doctor or does he just go by like, I'm a scientist. <laughs> He just got, I don't that's, know if it was a PhD. Okay, he's on. And yeah. That's good. That Sounds passes, good. That passes all our requirements. In chemical engineering from Columbia, New York. He's really fucking oh. So when he comes on, we're all going to have lab coats on because yeah. we're going to act like we're scientists too. Yeah. yeah. I'm a scientist. I'm going to have all a right. white wig like Doc from Back to the Future. That's a good one. Thank you. All right. We're in on that. Um, I have one question. Would you, and It's not a would you rather. So if anybody has any others, feel free. But- this one just came in because it feels like we've all just been a little mentally um, drained. That's so one way to say my it. question is, what is your perfect day currently? Like take into account that you have jobs and things you have to do and like stuff that happens every single day. What would a perfect day look like for you if it had to happen <laughs> tomorrow? Um, I think mine would be like, just get to work. Everything's all good. There's I don't get phone calls during the day. And then um, having a beer after work and then you're one step closer to the weekend and then going home and no one's bothering you. That's simple. Yeah. Very simple. Just not getting, in my job, I, the amount of phone calls, just not getting a phone call would be so nice. Can my perfect day be a Friday? Yeah, of okay. course. But it just has to be a work day. Uh, no, it's, okay. it's just like, a, you can, Hold if in. you want to do set, like pick any day, oh. a perfect day for you. Like in the time that you are right now. Okay, actually, I'm not going to pick Saturday because like, like Saturday, is, yeah, but like yeah. Friday, you get something done, you feel accomplished. Yeah. So Friday, I know exactly what I have to do at work before I get there. Like you know, at school, when you wanted to know exactly what you were doing, mm -hmm. yeah. so you could plan your day, mm -hmm. I would want to know exactly what I had to do that whole entire day. Get it all done by like 3.45, mm -hmm. watch TikToks till 4.25, go take out the garbage, leave at 4.30 get a text on my way home saying, Hey, got an extra ticket to the bulls game. Would you like to go? DeMar DeRozan has 40 points. <laughs> the bulls win. And we go out until like 1230, one o'clock, nothing crazy, but get a nice little buzz on. Uh -huh. And that's the perfect day because then Saturday you're like, all right, let's go. We're ready. We're rejuvenated for Saturday. We're not too hungover. Yeah. And we got all our shit done and we deserve this Saturday. Yeah. And DeMar DeRozan had 40 points. Okay. I'm, I'm going to add to that. There's nothing better on a Saturday when you're like texting your boys at like 10 o'clock in the morning. You're like, where are we meeting? Are we meeting at the bar? Are we all hopping in an Uber? And then you just like, it's like 11 and you just crack that first beer open. You're like, going to be a day. Absolutely. And during that conversation from 10 to 11, you're not thinking about fucking anything else but drinking with exactly. your boys. Or like, am I going to be able to make it today? Like, yeah. I'm so fucking hungover. Am I going to be able to drink with everybody today? Yeah. So it, when you don't have that, you have infinite plans. Exactly. <laughs> like you exactly. can do anything. You have infinite power. Yeah. On Saturday, you wake up hungover. You're literally limited to drinking or being miserable. <laughs> there Sunday? you go. On Sunday? Oh, no. That's just a bad day. Okay. We're not going to say that word. <laughs> with, with Without football, we're not going to say that word. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> Sorry, Brez. <laughs> Get to sleep in a little bit. Like, say... 8, 15, 8, 30, as mm -hmm. opposed to 7. Mm -hmm. Get all of the shit I need to do done 
immediately so it's not hanging over my head. And that's where I fuck it up almost every time. <laughs> um, that's, but, that's why you have to get up early. Yeah. <laughs> and get all my stuff done. Leave work early. Come back home. Take an edible. <laughs> sit down on the couch. Hang out. Watch the Bulls game. Place a ridiculous single game parlay. <laughs> game. I was waiting for something like that. Win that single game parlay. <laughs> Find out I don't have work the next day. Oh, oh there it is. Yeah. That's it key. That is. <laughs> you win right now, yeah. Pat. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going either tomorrow or Friday, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I have worked both those days, but when you're in the industry, it means the night. So that's a bummer. Um, but let's say it's tomorrow. So wake up feeling awake is the first thing you're already on a really good track on with my vote <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the amount of times i'll wake up and be like you know this bed i could stay here for five more hours no it's not five more comfy. hours forever <laughs> for, for an eternity that's where i lost some people um so wake up feeling alert feeling like this is the start of the day get up with ease go take a cold shower to wake me up i lost brady um, have a coffee that makes me feel good rather than jittery and anxious. I'm back. <laughs> and then maybe get a little workout in, write something that's funny, go to work. I have four total tables and they all tip me a hundred dollars. Nice. Leave work at the time I am supposed to, rather than getting roped into being there Tilt close. Watching the end of the Bulls game with a beer in hand with at least one person. There you go. <laughs> That's a win. I am so proud of all four of us right now because we actually gave pretty realistic days. It's exactly. Just like like we all just want like a laid back, nice day. It's not like, well, obviously we all like to get drunk together, but it's not like we said <laughs> something insane. No, I know, but we usually are like... <laughs> Wake up, win the lottery, <laughs> buy the bulls. <laughs> and I'm we're, proud none of us did We're going to hit like a 10-team parlay. I, yeah. I feel like... We're if, manifesting. I know. I feel like if James didn't start the answering, that's how it would have gone. No. Because James kept it cool, calm, and casual, which made Brady kind of think a little bit more about that's, it. That's <laughs> probably true. But also, it's just like with what I was talking to you guys about, just giving up, like being stressed and giving up, giving up, basically giving up, giving up. Like the more I think about it, like I would have to hit the lottery to buy the bulls. Like <laughs> all these things would have to happen. Yeah. So I'm just going to be more realistic I about mean, my life. Yeah. A big domino effect of things can lead to me buying the bulls until Saturday when we're all together wasted. We are seriously going to be the biggest podcast <laughs> and make more money than Joe Rogan. <laughs> And not get counsel. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I know I'm not. That's exactly how it's all going to Show be. who? <laughs> True. Um, any other questions or could you rathers? Anybody got anything? I don't. I have almost like a supplementary, supplementary bewilderment. <laughs> Just the fight or flight response is nuts. Like, oh, yeah. Your body just knowing that, like, I'm either like I'm in danger somehow, like 
mm-hmm. run or I'm about to fuck some shit up. Yeah. Is crazy that like the biochemistry in our body knows what is a dangerous situation yeah. before we might even comprehend it. Oh, oh yeah. I get what you're saying. Like when like a ball is flying at your head, you can't even see it, but you like yeah, kind of like duck twitch. like a spidey sense. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, that shit kind of scares me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Pretty's going to walk everywhere now. But it's like, literally looking around. All it's your body of, is doing is just self-preservation. Well, that that's like the whole thing that like freaks me out at night. If I ever do freak out is like <laughs> your brain like reacting to shit without like you, like your conscience doing it. Like I feel like your brain and your conscience are kind of like two different things. You yeah. ever look at the mirror and be like, your brain is thinking what you're thinking. This person right here isn't thinking what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, all the time. Happens, yeah. So like say. your brain is just, you're just living inside this physical body, but you're really just a spiritual being. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Not spiritual because your brain is definitely real. Like <laughs> The all, neurons and all that shit. It's all a mirage. But yeah, exactly what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty close. Oh man, uh, fight or flight is kind of cool. It's yeah. just like it, there is a scientific, probably big word that'll help us be more confused. But we're not doing that. We're not going to do that. We're it's not gonna just go adrenaline. There. I know. Well, that, that like it, you can take that fight or flight kind of to anything. Not like legit run away or legit have a fight. Yeah, it's like when does my body know? Like how does it get me from point A to point B? With like when I zone out driving, you know that yeah, all every day, yeah, all the time. I zone but out this, all the time. This brings me to the point is like I wouldn't suggest doing this to your kids, <laughs> but like I, no one taught me how to swim. Right, I kind of just jumped in and started swimming. I never had swimming lessons. Athlete, I'm also fucking different. Like <laughs> when people say like that dude is different, that's me. I'm right next to it in the dictionary. So, <laughs> So, um, definitely don't do that to your kids unless, unless they have it. Like my parents knew I had it where I could just just fall into the pool on purpose and start swimming. I think it helped me because I was like a taller kid growing up. So I could just like stand in three feet like all the time. So I just like keep trying to go deeper. And then when I couldn't touch, it's like, yeah, I have to figure this out. I can't touch the bottom anymore. Just start moving your arms as fast as you can. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I was talking to somebody about this the other day about, like, talking to girls or, like, DMing them or whatever. Uh And I came up with this great, I'm I'm getting pretty wise in my old age with the white hairs coming in. 23, big year. Just 23 is a big year. Big year. Just because you dip your toes in the water to test it out does not mean you're swimming. Damn, put that on a fucking t-shirt. Yep. Put that on your mausoleum. I think now, that was the one quote that put you from tombstone to a mausoleum. I think so too. I think you're finally in just the mausoleum. Just out here spitting. 2.30 a.m., you up, just dip your toes in. Doesn't it's not mean- weird. It's, I'm not swimming. Don't get crazy. I'm not swimming. I'm wow. just testing the water. Damn. All right, I'll come back later. I'm not saying I've done over. this before. <laughs> <laughs> As he sits back. I'm not a big DM guy. Like... I'm a big, like, meeting you in person. 
Like doing Johnny a belly flop, not dipping yeah, your toes. Never, yeah. Belly oh yeah, high huge belly flop. <laughs> Maybe like, and then too much splash. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Get the fuck away. From I don't me. think I was. Yeah, I didn't do the DMs thing. Yeah. I am much better at communicating in person than I am. Oh, for sure. And anything over the phone because one, like my ADD, like I'll start responding to somebody, put my phone down, think I responded, and oh. be like, why haven't they responded? Yeah. And it'll be like an hour and a half later, and be like, oh, I'm the asshole. Yeah. Like, I, I do that multiple times every single day. Yeah. That happens to me every, like, I'll get, like, texts from, like, hey, like, did you see that? And I look, like, I have a text already typed out I just never had sent. I'm like, God damn it. I do I that. prefer talking on the phone. I, me yeah, too. Or in person. Like, I am the worst at attempting to be smooth while texting. It is literally, like, well, I was, fu- I haven't been single fucking in 10 years, basically. Mm-hmm. So... Do you put haha after everything? Everything. Yeah. Everything. Oh, I do that and all like the time. I always have a backup plan, like, oh, that was my friend texting you. If like something bad happens. <laughs> that was like, my I annoying still friend still like flirt, even though I don't really at all flirt. Yeah. In a sixth grade manner, still. Oh, yeah. Cause that's where it was all learned. Yeah, that's and, where it cut off. And the, yeah, and the, <laughs> the game for, it was like, okay, it worked back then. Yeah. It has to still work now. Oh, wait. I was great at texting, like growing up like spitting game over yeah yeah and Yo, then, you want to go to 7-eleven right exactly and then in person i was a little little weird yeah, oh yeah like, oh yeah real anxious and then fast forward a couple of years now i don't know what the right text is and i'm just like okay let's meet here talk yeah <laughs> speak language yeah. for sure is my best like response to pretty much everything just for sure sounds good yeah um i Speaking of the questions, I had a couple of people respond to my Instagram. Oh yeah, I should probably so check to see if anyone. Let me let me pull that up real quick. Um, <laughs> Xavier responded and said, "Who do you think you are?" I am. That's what he. I texted him on the side, and I was like, "You got beef?" <laughs> and he just he just sent me the gif yeah. of who do you think you are? I am. I was yeah. like, "That was a good ploy to use this gif." <laughs> like, he was waiting. You, you could have just texted me it in the beginning, but this is great. And then um, K K Dog, <laughs> he was the one with the Florida pick. He says that Mississippi State's money line plus one forty five is free. The question is rhetorical. It's obviously free cheddar. <laughs> Like, so wait, I butchered Brett's that. Reaches for his phone right away. Yeah, Let's play it. He said, right, "Is I'm Mississippi in. State money line plus one forty five free?" Question mark. The question is rhetorical. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously free chat. And then um, Mississippi State is that what you just said? Yeah. Okay. And then um, Hannah had a response. Okay. If, interesting. If the listeners do not know who that is, it is my arch nemesis. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, it's my ex girlfriend. <laughs> we are civil now. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Okay, people? But this, this question is exactly why things didn't work out. She said, Oh my. She said, Who is going to take the Tom Brady spotlight now oh. that he is, now that he's emoji? With two X's through the eyes. Oh. Oh. And um, so wow. number one. That was cutting. I am fucking fragile right now with that. <laughs> I have made it so abundantly clear on social media that I am not okay. I said I was okay. but and you I could, lied. Yeah, and I lied. And then number two, the fucking audacity. She went right for the jugular on that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Number two wasn't the audacity. That was number one. Number two is like, I, 
was thinking about this the other day and I was just like, just be happy that it happened. Like I had Tom Brady. I don't know if I'm ever going to have anything else mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that's uh, the, the next generation of Tar Hill basketball. You know what? You know You're going to find it. Actually, Brez, I'm going to be on the opposite side of that. Very pessimistic here because I've never had it. Okay. <laughs> this you isn't know, about like, you. No, I know. But like, <laughs> I've been on the earth longer than you have. I've never had somebody that was able to produce that many championships and bring me that much dopamine as a player ever. Yeah, that does True. bring me perspective, though. True. So it's just like, so just shut up and be happy about it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. For sure, 100%. I'm good at doing that. Yeah. The closest I ever felt to how Brady feels about Tom Brady, about one player, mm-hmm. is probably Jermaine Dye. Wow. <laughs> You're going to have to wear the Jermaine Dye der- jersey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, how long was he on this? I know, yes, World Series MVP was huge when they won. How long was he really on the sacks for? Three, four years? Four. But here's the thing is, like, you know what's wild is his career in, like, the baseball nerds is kind of viewed upon as, like, a disappointment because he was, like, the number one overall pick. Yeah, he's big with Oakland early on. yeah, Yeah, and, like, they didn't extend him, and the White Sox got him on, like, a relatively bargain contract. Yeah. I mean, the closest people I have are nowhere near, like, as achieved as anybody. It's like the fast outfielder all the time. Yeah. Adam Adam Engel, Scotty Pesednik, Aaron Rowan, uh, fucking Dwayne Wyatt. Garcia. But, like, the reason I... I also looked at the line. I have zero faith in that kid's pick. I do, too. (laughs) They're facing Auburn. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, I took it, but they're facing Auburn. Shit. What was it? Oh, I don't feel bad for you. And here's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's because like we were talking about earlier. I I have it. I'm different. Right. Built different. And yeah. I knew Tom Brady was going to be great. Right. Just know, know somebody's no. going to be great. No, your mom knew. Yeah. That's why she named you. Which don't she give her any credit. We're fighting right now. Yeah. <laughs> taking any happiness you have and trying to squash it. Dude, you know what's actually so funny that you bring that up? It's like, I think to myself as me and my mom are just like jokingly arguing every night. She does fucking everything for me. And I walk into the house like such an asshole. Dude, that day when we were watching the Chiefs uh, Bengals game, like you and Dylan are like arguing with your mom and your mom's like, who's paying for the check in your beers? You're like, you are. And the problem is you're still going to do it as we argue. No, yeah, Dylan's like, I talk however I want. I'm still going to get the check paid for. Try not to. All right. Number one. I could never Treat my mom better. I could never imagine doing that. You swindler. Uh, the Tinder sw- Bill Swindler. Bill Swindler. <laughs> um, I gotta, we gotta talk about this. Yeah, we do. Um, John B. and Sarah Cameron, everybody knows they were dating in the show and it was this real love in the show. So For no sure. one was surprised when they started dating in real life, right? Right. How the fuck did we not know that they broke up in November? And second, part of this question is there any hope for anybody (laughs) true love is truly dead they fell in love at chapel hill too north carolina wow yeah like what am i supposed to believe in like i have never seen this show but i know exactly what you're talking about because that's what everyone talks about yeah right and they're both just so to uh uh, 
two I'm, outrageously attractive people. I don't know why yeah. outrageously was so hard to get out there, but outrageously attractive people that were supposed to be together and like they're, they're in this show, this cult show that everybody loves. It was almost like, I don't want to compare it to this, but like the only comparison I can think of is like if um, Jennifer Aniston and... Um, David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer started dating in real life. That day we found that out. We were so ecstatic. Yeah. <clears throat> I now am more happy that they didn't date because this could have happened. Great spin zone. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. So Outer Banks, the first season, you're like, oh, man, those two share a real connection. Yeah. Different sides of the pot. Full on love in the show. Either great acting or... They're dating. Right. And then you look it up and they're dating for sure. Yeah. And then to find out on a Monday afternoon when Brady says, did you find out that John B and Sarah Cameron broke up in real life? And very soon after you said that they're back together. Are they back together or did you lie? I may have been a little facetious or a little quick to jump the gun because I saw a picture of them holding hands. But then I dove down deep and found out that these are pictures for the next season and that they're civil with each other and they're going to move on with the show. But the internet is still speculating. The oh. jury is not out and I refuse to give up because oh, if, if they don't make it, this is bad. I, I don't know who will, but also we're going to find oh. out, we're going to find out real fast in season mm -hmm. three, if it was acting or real. Oh, great point. Great point. Watch season three. That is pay us to promote shit, man. That is wild. Okay. Great point. I'm back in. You, you had me on the downs a little bit. No, they're there. getting back together. They, it, it depends. Depends on, <clears throat> If they can hold the acting at the same height. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. So they're going to have to fall in love again. Right, right. They're going to have no choice or and else now if you they're think, out. If you think about it, if you watch season two back, was it already on the ropes? <sighs> and they wanted to test it out in real life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you seeing what I'm That's, saying? Dude, they're just acting outside of acting. They're yeah. in their own little space. When universe. It's, when it's Outer Banks, they're like, this is this is it. This yeah. is real. But and also in real life, they're like, ooh, I don't know. But so that they had a f they had a fake breakup in real life so they could act like they were broken up in season two. And then they have to get back together like they did in season two, right. which they're gonna do in real life. Exactly. So So yeah, they're fucking fine. Yeah, you guys are writing a hell of a script. They're yeah. totally fine. <laughs> And they're using their real world relationship as fuel for their emotions in the next season. And we brought it out of them. And we did it. Hell yeah. I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> never seen Outer Banks. I don't know who either of these people are. Just know that they're very attractive, both of them, I've, and that they have love in a show and that that show returned its love in real life. So That's you, a beautiful thing. So you know how the stork drops us off? Mm -hmm. they're, they're storks right next to each other, flying to each other's <laughs> homes and they, and the storks fell in love too on the way to drop them off. Mm -hmm. That's how much it was meant to be. <laughs> so are they like pretty I much, are they like America's uh, like TV it couple pretty much now? Cause I still have never seen it. The, I don't, I don't know if it's like the it couple of TV. Cause it's like, it's like a cult little show that wasn't supposed to work out and blew up. Right. 
I think is a quarantine. But for me and Pat, I would say 100% the it couple. I I would, yeah, exactly. Like, let's say this show goes on to like, I don't know, let's just put out six seasons, you know, if it can do that long. (laughs) Season two ended on a very high note and there's definitely room for a third season. I don't know if they can spin it into four, five or six. I doubt it. Yeah, no. But if they do and that continues to grow its following and stuff, it could Possibly, maybe, sort of reach 10 steps below Ross and Rachel. 100%. You know? And that now, like, as long as you're popular for a month, that becomes Ross and Rachel. Right. Like, mm-hmm. the way the internet is and the way people freak out about shit, yeah. they'll become as big as that for, for a little while. For sure. And then someone will watch a new TikTok because we have literally the attention spans of gnats. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of people with little attention spans and little intelligence, just a quick little update on the Tinder swindler. He is being sued by the family that he impersonated, the Diamond family. <laughs> oh, he said he was like Jamie Diamond's son? No, the... Uh, Aviv or whatever his he changed his last name to was it, it was an actual diamond oh, family. Oh, like the De Beers, like sure. Know, Sierra I heard he's on a cameo now. <laughs> I'm sure he is. He was in handcuffs when I saw him today, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, quick little update on that. <laughs> that was the Tinder Swindler update. Update. Yep. Check back next week. Um, we are now entering a time of if you practice, if you don't. It doesn't really matter. We're going to talk about it for a second. It is the start of Lent, and I am giving up being angry. <laughs> and I will. I go back and listen to our pod because I'm a perfectionist, and I want this to be great, mm-hmm. not because I'm a narcissist and think I'm the funniest person I know. <laughs> and I have just been really mad, like real angry, swearing a lot, been mad at people. And that is just simply not who I am as a person. So that is what I'm giving up for Lent and also Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah. You didn't, do you follow me on Twitter, bro? Yeah, I do. Okay. But that, that's a little crazy. I'm, until they sponsor us, I'm not eating it. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I get Lent because Lent I, just- I, that's just the start. Well, okay. when they sponsor, they're going to sponsor us. Yeah, I, I guess, but Lent, I get giving up what you like most to see if you can with be without it for a while. I get the giving it up for Lent because it's your favorite. Yeah. But giving it up past Lent until maintaining. Yeah, okay. I'm manifesting. It's not going to take that long. All right. I am giving up for Lent. <laughs> I, I, I might join you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You fucking delivered that perfectly. <laughs> and it's not funny, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Say the joke. I'll Say join you, joke. Pat. <clears throat> Thanks, James. Knock this. I'm pretty much there with you. <laughs> Sorry, we're cool. We're going to go hang out on our no, island no, of giving this up. This is why I'm giving up being angry for Lent. My yeah. guys need me. <laughs> and you guys know I'm a team guy. Mm-hmm. I always Big team. Guy. I always look out for my guys. My guys know that they're my guys. And my guys need me right now. Like I've needed you guys in the past. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to smile. Like the other day, I walk into work and I was like, yep, snowing again. And just started smiling and laughing because what the fuck are we going to do about the snow? Right. Nothing. So just smile. It sucks the first couple of days because you want to be angry and it feels good to be angry. Yeah. But it feels so much better. Just be like, hell yeah, it's snowing today. It's going to take me three hours to get to work. Yeah. Also, um, now that it is nicer and all the snow has pretty much melted away. Totally forgot about that two-month span where I was like, we should leave this fucking state. 
Like, oh yeah. Why do why do we live here anymore? Yeah, and for this. Gets, and then it gets fifty degrees and the snow melts, and you're like, this is amazing. Is why Chicago yeah. was the greatest trap on planet Earth for sure. That's a good way to describe it. Sixty five days of decent weather keeps people here for <laughs> three hundred more. Yep. Wow, I didn't even mean to do that, but like, wow. good math by me, Way honestly. Quick, 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 quick. Seriously, quick. that's that's a, like about right. Like springs and fall in Chicago don't exist. No, like when the the small window that they do is the freaking best. Like, do you remember in grade school, like when it was a first like warm day out, and you're like, I'm gonna go dominate. Oh, I smoked parking lot football. I smoked kids in Foursquare. But like, I get what you're saying, James. Get the fuck off my It doesn't exist, but you're wrong about the seasons. It's summer. It's five days. It's 115 degrees, (laughs) and then and then it's fall. Yeah. Well, no, the, I yeah. hate I hate when it's like middle of September. You get that nice sixty degree Saturday college football. Like this, is great. And then at the end of September, it's ninety degrees out. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it also sucks because we live for like sixty five days of the year, and then the other three hundred, like, just get me to the other sixty five. <laughs> we gotta start enjoying every day. Yeah, exactly. Live every day like it's your last. We I, should take up curling. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it bad though that like pong? people will hear you say that, be like, just live your life every day, and be like, what the fuck is wrong? with this guy <laughs> well no that i was just saying that's my reaction to like i saw like a david ortiz quote he's like live every day like it's friday i'm like well david we're not all millionaires <laughs> yeah yeah but you know what we can just act like it <laughs> you're gonna act like it on saturday oh my god i'm going to be the richest guy there who is actually not rich <laughs> even though usually parade day i get away with just be like oh how you doing i i would love one yeah right <laughs> Oh, you're grabbing one. a beer? Grab me one. I got you the next <laughs> yeah, one. I'm not getting next one. Next bar. <laughs> Narrator. Um, James did not end up repaying him with another beer. No, James. and it's probably some guy I haven't seen in, since like in 10 years at Ascension or something. Yeah, for sure, bro. I got you. No. James ended up leaving. <laughs> James Very left him. Very quickly. As he waited, <laughs> the man who bought him a beer waited for days. <laughs> James to never return. That guy got arrested because he wouldn't leave the bar because he was waiting for James to buy him. Uh, Died from thirst. <laughs> the police called James. I have no idea who that is, and I did not go to Ascension. <laughs> All right, so it's the greatest month of the year. Um, it Thank is you. March. Shamrock Shakes are back. The Madness is back. It's green. There's beer. There's green beer. <laughs> this is March. So I think- I'm back in. I'm. If Lent wasn't in March, I would always be giving up for Lent. <laughs> But Lent is in March. I retract the statement that I just said earlier and uh, fully in because Brady turns 23 for the third time this year. (laughs) Unbelievable. For the second time this year. And it's going to be a whirlwind of a time. Every Saturday counts as my day. It's St. Patrick's Month. So I would like for all of you to celebrate me every single Saturday of this month. Do you want us to bring you gifts like... Oh, no, 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 no. Do. This, this, this holiday is for the people. Sure, it has my name on it, and I want my recognition at some point, but right now, this is for everybody. It's got my middle name on it, so I guess I'm kind of in the pool. With a you. little, a little bit. You can dip your toe in. I don't want you swimming, though. He is lying to you. He wants gifts and bring them. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to be the guy who repays me with the beer. That's it. We we hang up after this podcast is done. Clifford takes off his headphones. You guys better fucking be, be bringing me something. It's, it's every day. March just does it right, man. Yeah. You, you have March Madness with it, which is 
Everybody loves March Madness. Everybody makes a bracket, right? right. Everybody likes beer, right? Yeah. yeah, and you have St. Patrick's Day. You have five parades, and also, I was born in that month. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and so is my cousin Annie. She and, and Justin Bieber, the, and the same birthday. You and Annie have the same birthday. Awesome. I feel like March is the most common birth month. What is nine months before March? Uh, it's What's three months ahead three of March. Mo- yeah, three months. Uh, so December. No, no three no, months. No. March, Pat. <laughs> no, oh, June. Yeah. So everybody on Earth be fucking in June, exactly. especially here because the sun's out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I like you today. Yeah. It, it was nice getting here today, and the sun was still up. Like it just went down. I'm like, oh, it's just such this a nice. The sun thing. is just so powerful, and it makes it easier to get up in the morning too, when it's like a little like warmer out, even Hundo if it's like 40 P. in the morning. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Rock on. Let's okay. be bad. Yeah. Good. Good teamwork, guys. This month. All right. This means a lot to everybody. A lot of yeah. We did. Yeah, we it's a full team effort. This is a, this is a full team effort. No drama. No. Uh, let's let's minimize the anxiety for everybody. By maybe sending that next morning text like, hey, great to see you. You did nothing wrong. Yes. We're still friends. Send that to everybody who you came across. It's going to be a lot of a better days. I like that. I like that. That's and good. also, what do we all love? Underdog stories. We're all coming in. <laughs> We're hurt. We got four guys in a five-man lineup. Yeah. One of our guys doesn't show up ever, and the rest of us four are limping. Yeah. And we're going to win it fucking all. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm back. Yes, I'm yeah. in. Yeah. Let's go. Thank you. All right. Do you know what else is back? My bladder. I have to use the washroom. <laughs> All right, go for it. We'll be here. Um, <clears throat> we're not going to pause because. Um, yeah, don't worry, I'm quick. I'm, we don't. We don't have. You're built different. We don't have the budget to stop. <laughs> Um, all right, so this week's list is going to be a little bit of a different kind of style. So it's kind of like we're drafting teams that we think are going to win March Madness. So we're going to go in a snake draft order as we usually do. But I don't know how people will be able to vote on this because it's just our personal thoughts. Yeah. But I did want to bring up, do we wager ourselves? Do we, are we putting any, anything on the line for this list, especially because the way that somebody wins the list is having the winning team. Yeah. Or a final four team. That's a great point. I would take final four. But the problem is the brackets haven't come out yet. Yeah, it but doesn't matter. I mean, we're I all mean, picking teams that okay, we think gotcha. we should win. Oh, yeah, okay, we're, gotcha. We're picking teams that are in the top 25. If you're not, um, you're probably more researched than I. Um, but I, in my mind right now, no team that's not in the 25 is going to win until I see a juicy 10 seed that I just can oh, see I, beating, beating, beating. No, 12. Know? 12 yeah. seeds are always key. 12 seeds are, <clears throat> if they can get past, they face five. No, I know. I, they face five first round. They go against two or th- one. They go against two, right? Like yeah, if, I think they if go against two, two and twelve meet, right? I don't know, but we'll cross that bridge. <clears throat> Brady's back. What do we wager <clears throat> against each other as a podcast? So um, we're all going to pick four teams right now. Yeah, I think we all just order. place final four bets on each of our teams. Yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm uh, okay. up for that idea. All right, so we all have to wager on the teams that we end up picking, and the person. Or how about this? Okay, this isn't interesting. Every team you pick, you got to bet on them every game they play in March. Person who's up the most wins. Yeah, that, that sounds Fair. good. To me. That sounds good to me. If 
none of them win at all. Against the spread or money line? Whatever you want, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Because, no, I mean, if you, say, bet, yeah. if you bet their money line, you're not going to win as much. Right. Okay. Yeah. True. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's, up, like, it's up to you to have the most money at the end. All right. So what does the winner get? And how is the winner decided? Is it? Okay. So we'll do a side on whoever gets the most money wins, gets bragging rights and has the most money at the end of March Madness. Okay. That's your winning. <laughs> that's your winning. And then if your team wins it all. Uh-huh. Hmm. Let's think that's about this. what it, that's the big question. You, you, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> How about you have to pick, you get to pick one content idea for each person. That they have to do. I like this. I like where this is heading. That's beautiful. That is phenomenal, Brady. Great choice. Thank you. All right. So the winner of most games won, let's say. Let's just count most games. Won by your four. That way, if if you're really hurting on the unit side, you don't have to play some. Okay. Um, you get what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then if one of the teams that you have wins the title, you get to pick something for content for the other three to do, and they have to. Oh, darn. I got to come out of retirement. Yep. <laughs> All right. This week's list is uh, brought to you by the month of March. We can say that because the month of March is not owned by any exclusive company. It's owned by the people. This week's list is for the people because we're obviously going to pick the team that wins March Madness. So feel free to place a wager on these 16 teams. I doubt that'll be good for your units and your budget, (laughs) but it's guaranteed to hit. One of our teams will win March Madness. That's my seal of approval. This week's list. Uh, So I don't know the order. What was our last list? Was it? I think I went, went last. Second. Oh yeah, James went last, and you the order first. is James. Oh yeah, so we like flip forward or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the order is usually James, Brez, Brady, Cliff, Cliff, Brady, Brez, James. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. So that's it. James has first pick. Gonzaga. Ooh, terrible. I was <laughs> so glad that's off the board early. Because if it got to me at four, I was going to have to take it. <laughs> uh, I'm going Gonzaga. They're the best team in the country, and they're on the revenge tour. Even though they lost the other day, they're on the revenge tour. How long? Chet Holmgren <laughs> is really good. A tour has dates from a certain <laughs> time to another time, and that tour ends. They've been on the revenge tour for their whole entire existence. Been on the revenge tour since Adam Morrison lost. Okay, I'm going back to last year against Baylor. James, this is good for you that I am positive that they're not going to win at all. <laughs> I, I'm going. No, go- I, I know. I'm oh, saying I that's to- good for you. You're welcome. Yes, <laughs> going Gonzaga first. Yeah, they they are really fucking good. I love their coach. I think Chet Holgram is just going to be like a guy who's seven foot and they play against two other teams probably the whole tournament that has a guy his size yeah yeah i mean but every year kind of not every year in the last couple of years it just feels like it's you got to beat gonzaga and gonzaga ends up just beating themselves right yeah so brez your pick i'm going with kansas kansas i I like it bill self is my guy I, i think coaching is fucking humongous in march I do too. Experience. And I, I thought he was wearing a toupee until like last year. I guess it's his real hair. All right. I don't know how he still has hair from coaching a fucking blue blood for 20 years. I wouldn't have any. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, That's a great pick. I Mine? 
Yeah. Uh, U of I. Really? I know oh. it, it sounds crazy, but like you got Kofi Coburn, you got Cabrero or whatever his name is. You got Frazier. Their coach was the coach of Stephen F. Austin, who just has been successful in March his whole entire career. And I that's like, a really good point. Yeah, I know. So I, this is like when we talk about college basketball is when like the bewilderment and stuff all kind of goes out of the way because I actually somewhat know what I'm talking about about this stuff. You could totally have gotten that one a little later on. I know, but I'm just... I, I'm, I was thinking that, too. I want it to pick. be my first-round pick. Oh, interesting. You want to make a statement. Is that going to be the winner in your first bracket made? Yeah. How many Well, no, make? not my first one. Yeah, Tar Heels. <laughs> Don't tell people my picks. <laughs> yep. um, all right. Uh, somebody who hasn't watched anything, I'm going to go um, Arizona and Kentucky. Oh, damn it, I want a Kentucky for the next one. I like the Kentucky pick. Arizona is just, it's like as bad as me picking a Big Ten team. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, they're going to get to the Elite Eight. Um, Who knows? No, I, no I'm 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 bashing myself sort of as well. It's just like oh. the Pac-10 or Pac-12, whatever they're in, and then the Big Ten. Yeah, it's I just going to be tough. I don't want to pick Arizona, but I have the top 25 in front of me. No, no. And I didn't want to pick Duke to upset you. No. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. But I just providing a little insight onto Thank you the so teams much. that yeah. everybody picks. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I, uh, I know there is nothing going in. You're just like the person who picks colors and wins the bracket. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nice. my pick? Yeah. Uh, Nova. Oh. Another senior guard who may win player of the year in Jay Wright. My fraternity okay. brother, Jay Wright. Yeah, there dude, you go. Fucking just though, that type of combos is something I can't bet against. He is a handsome man in person. So he's handsome on television. I feel like he's looked the same forever. Like for years, oh yeah, we kids, he's just looked the same. He looked the exact same as he Chris Jenkins trained college. a three to beat North Carolina. I, I was gonna bring that up, but I didn't want to do that to you. Uh, I'm, I, I'm in a I'm in a good space right now, James. I'm just gonna say the stuff that makes me angry now. I, just, I mean, used to make me angry, Brez. I'm kind of torn, um, but I'm going to go with Tennessee. They just knocked off Auburn. You're the only 10 I see. They got that little guard who is fucking nasty. He's a good yeah. coach, Rick Barnes, too. Yeah, absolutely. Jimmer? Uh, I'm going, I'm huge on them. They have been the talk of the season, Providence. You! I am so big on Providence right now. I'd like yeah. them. It's, they have been literally like just the Hate talk em. of the town. Hate them. Hate them. <laughs> Hate them. They it's, play a tough, tough schedule too. It was never Providence. It's right there. Fucking Villanova, Creighton, Seton Hall's good. Yeah. Definitely not Marquette. They win so many close games. Yeah, which is they, huge. They, yeah. You learn a lot about your team when you do that. Yeah, they're going to lose. All right. <laughs> you are a rap scallion. Um, and then for this one, I they've just gotten so cold at the end of the season. I think they're going to get hot in March, Purdue. Yeah, I like it. They're they've, on my list as well. They've been ice cold, but I think they have a huge bounce back. Absolutely two, not. Two <laughs> athletic seven-footers, <laughs> a great coach, Stefanovic, who when he's on, he's on, and then Jaden Ivey. Is, they're really good. It makes no sense that they're losing a couple of these games. Yeah. I had a future on them to win it all, and I had to take it out because I needed a better first basket and miss. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. Damn shame, damn shame. They were number one in the country at the time, so I made a little bit of money. Uh, Brez. I am going with... I have one in my head, so if it gets taken, I'm going to be very upset. I just can't believe no one's taken one yeah, of these. I know. 
I know. And it, well, they just don't win. Even in, I know who you're talking about. They don't, uh, they don't close it out. Um, I'm going with Arkansas. Fuck you. That was my next pick is because we talked about it last week. They're a bunch of fucking punks and I hate their team <laughs> and they are going to kill everybody. <laughs> All these yeah. conference tournaments are going to be so fucking entertaining. Oh my God, college bet this whole, it's like the NBA this year. I think it's as even and anybody mm-hmm. in the fucking top 25 can win it. Maybe somebody out of it. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Like my next pick, the North Carolina Tar Heels. <laughs> I understand there's still a chance that they don't make it, but when they do, you're all going to be fucking shocked. First year coach in Hubert Davis, maybe pull something out of his ass. We got Brady Manick, who was a player of the year candidate in Oklahoma. Armando Baycott, who's averaging about 20 points and 97 rebounds a game. Caleb Love, if he makes his shot, he's going to be a lottery pick in two years. And <laughs> if all of those things work out, nobody beats them. Hey, that's facts. Um, right. As long as the other team um, misses a lot of shots because they refuse to play defense. Yeah. You know what's wild is like we're going to have a blue blood play in game for a seven seed. Yeah. And that's that's okay. So that was, that's, you want to play more games. You want to be more together. You want to be more warmed up by the time you get into the, tournament time. The anticipated play in game right now is UNC versus Indiana. Which oh is my God. Oh, we are going to beat them by 46. <laughs> oh, they can't keep pace with us. Now, how, and they can't make shots. How many of our buddies went to Indiana? Yeah, exactly. That's going to be the best day ever. I'm not even somewhat worried about it. Though. Oh, they gonna will be so fucking kill them. That's going to be so entertaining. Patrick. Uh, um, this is a team that needs to get back to their winning culture. And as a lower seed last year, making it as far as they did, they're hungry for it. And that's UCLA. Damn it. God fucking damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's a revenge tour. Yeah, exactly. You wanted all the revenge tours. This one actually makes sense because they've won before in their lifetime. Gonzaga probably did. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think not. they have. I don't think they have. Exactly. You're wrong. <laughs> You can't be can't on a re- you can't be on a revenge tour of something you never run faster. You were like that all of fucking football season too. Like every, all of us would be like, "You're wrong," and then all your picks would come in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Maybe. I know. What if the final four is Gonzaga, Providence, Purdue, and whatever? <laughs> I wouldn't be fucking surprised at all. Um, and then my last one, I gotta do it, is Duke. That would have been so awesome for everybody to see the graphic of no Duke on there, <laughs> strictly because Unity. of my influence. Unity. We I am. St- I am humbled, and I appreciate your pick because if they don't win the it all on Coach K's farewell tour, like, yeah. then we're all gonna be like, something's fishy. How did he not cheat his way into this one again? <laughs> My last pick is Houston. Ooh. Here, kitty, kitty. They've been feisty the last. <laughs> and and kitty, kitty. the reason it's Houston. <laughs> Is solely because of that. <laughs> Last year, yeah. I was on the Houston bandwagon. Yeah. And you got to stick with your guys who you got, got you it. there. And my boy Quentin Grimes is going off for the Knicks off the bench right now. Yeah. And it's just, you know, Jersey Jerry talks about it, the science. It's, yeah. it's always been the Cougars. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> kitty. Just and I just want to be able to do that all yeah. of March. You literally <laughs> just walked around Bernie's all day just going, here, kitty, kitty. Yeah, like, is he talking to anybody? Literally like, nope. lost by like. They lost by like 25. <laughs> they got I think it was rolled. worse. Yeah, yeah, but they made it that far. They did. 
I had all that hope on a future that was going to win like four grand. Yeah. And I'll, I'll take that over it coming in, maybe. <laughs> Finish your final four. All right. Another team that has gone cold at the end of the season. They've lost some close games recently. Auburn. Like they don't do it for me for some reason. I didn't pick them solely because Walker Kessler is going off for them and he transferred from North Carolina. That's but, it, so, like, but it's a great pick. Imagine saying that. Like <laughs> a I guy from it. UNC <laughs> transferring to Auburn. Like yeah. Say even five to ten years ago. Oh yeah, I thought uh, you were you, saying like, you would have said like, was he just a bench warmer? Like, right. Yeah, no. I know yeah. Bruce fucking Pearl like, chasing man. an opportunity. Yeah. I I think Bruce Pearl's a good head coach. I think he just I think he's a great head coach. I mean Tennessee's a football school and then they're good. Auburn football school and then they're good. That takes yeah. a lot of fucking time, Alabama. effort, recruiting, and coaching. Alabama. Yeah, and then what was his name who came in? I don't know. He played in the NBA. His son was on the team. Michael Jordan? No. Little guard. Bradley, maybe? Bradley Avery Bradley? Yeah. Or Avery Johnson. Sorry. Avery Avery Johnson Johnson was their coach for a little bit, and then I think he recruited Colin Sexton. Oh, yeah, yeah. At Bama, yeah. Yeah, he's not there anymore. All right, James. Wait, he he got fired? Or did he just leave? I don't know about that. His son was on the team. Maybe when the son transferred to him. I don't know. Okay, gonna get some. I don't. I don't know how this is gonna go over with everybody, but for some reason, I could just see them going on a huge run, and I despise their fans. I'm going Iowa. I for don't some hate reason, that. I could just see they, them getting so hot and like in the way that they performed last year. Like I said, revenge tour. Uh, they were such an embarrassment in the tournament last year. I think Iowa gets really hot in the tournament. I like it for whatever reason. My YouTube TV has been giving me Patriot League games. And Bucknell sucks ass. <laughs> but Colgate is like sneaky good. One thing in all of their games, bet the over. Because they are white dudes that can shoot the fuck out of the ball. Yeah. Can't play defense. But they hit an inordinate amount of threes. Like They're going to be a 14 seed, and I'm going to have them going to the elite. I should have played for Colgate. <laughs> Same. Dude, that school is so small. I have a... It's like Dominican. Damn. Sleeper what, that Iowa? isn't a sleeper. Colgate. Oh. Yeah. Sleeper that isn't a sleeper. UConn. Yeah? yeah. They've been hot lately. Them uh, and Ohio State, I feel like, are kind of in the same boat. So, the the reigning champs lost one of their best players. Is that what I heard? Baylor. Baylor, Baylor. lost one of Not, their stuff. None of us said them. You know but who... Nobody said them because I... They're number three in the rankings and fourth in the coaching rankings. So they must have lost somebody um, because in my head, they're not going to repeat. Oh, they lost three guys to the league. No, to the league. I know they did, but I, a good they lost though. somebody in oh, okay. injury this okay. season with the yeah. team they have currently. My problem with them is like, who's going to go back to back? A blue right. blood, not Baylor. Right. Exactly. Um, Auburn is- was picked. Kansas was picked. Um Nobody picked Wisconsin because they're not going to do it. Because I don't want to have to watch them. Yeah. Texas Tech, they're going to lose in the Sweet 16. Tennessee was picked. Houston was picked. Arkansas was picked. USC is going to lose first round. Didn't they get they're really fun? good because they have Mobley's older brother. But St. Mary's is going to win. St. Mary's isn't even going to make the fucking tournament. What? They're not going to make the tournament. Why not? Because I said so. Oh, okay. Um, Illinois was picked. Texas will win a game, lose in the second round. 
Murray State will lose in the first round because everybody's going to have them winning in the first round because of John Morant and how good he's playing. Ohio State, nope. Iowa, sure, James. Alabama, roll tide. They're going to lose first round. They got a really good guard. Yep, and I, they're going to win first round. Okay. And then they're going to lose second round. Doesn't matter. I'm making a bracket that has North Carolina win. It doesn't matter about the first round, second round, third round or not. If they don't win it all, that bracket's busted. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. This was a list of people and teams that we think are going to win March Madness, but we already know who's really going to win is the people. Yes. yes. Because March is for us. Great and call. thank you so much. And not for any singular entity. It is for all. March is for all. Um, and uh, March is for all. And one last thing that March is for all. Enjoy this month because it's great, it's green, and it's gravy. And? And? It's for all. It's for all. That's what I, that was the one thing I forgot to say. March is for all. Let's move on with the show. All right. So that Russia-Ukraine stuff kind of crazy, huh? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> If we're going to stick it to him, all I'll say is this. Uh-oh. Phone went down. <laughs> yeah, wow, that was a mic- phone drop. If we're really going to make an impact on Russia, we start drilling again. You can feasibly federalize it, put the funds that are gained from it towards scaling renewable and like renewable Resources. Oh, like drilling here in America. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The only lifeline Putin has is the price of crude and nat gas. If we reestablish fuel independence, we cut the market price in half. All right. I'm not <laughs> trying to get, like, super into it. No, I, you're preach. kind of turning me on a little bit. <laughs> Go Ukraine. Let's ride. I wasn't being facetious. I love that shit. I love when people actually know what they're talking about because I look at it all the time. I'm like, oh, the fuck? how is a Bitcoin something that's not real worth $60,000? <laughs> and then you go, actually, well, it's an um, NFT and you say smart things. I'm like, okay, that actually makes sense. But I mean, because the other thing, Putin's an idiot. Like if he was going to have success in this. I don't think you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> Like the fact that he started the war at the end of winter when Europe's reliance on nat gas mm-hmm. is seasonally falling completely off. Like they don't need it again until the winter. Mm. And they're completely reliant on <clears throat> Russia in Nord Stream 2 for their natural gas supplies. I don't know shit about politics <laughs> or foreign policy, but what I can't say I am proud of is that the way people are coming together and also not retaliating with extreme violence. So basically what brought me to this point is that you said you think Putin's an idiot. I have to agree. He like, he has the view, Brady. Yeah, I know. You said it first. (laughs) Um, He has to think that it's still Soviet Russia. Like, I don't think he understands last summer saying that he wants to reestablish the Russian empire. Right. I don't think he understands bringing some tanks in and what's happening in Ukraine sucks and people who shouldn't have to die are dying, but not, it's not like affecting it as much as he probably thought it would, where people would just bend over and fucking, or just kneel down and give in to him. 
you destroy people financially now. That's yeah. the only thing that fucking matters. Well, yes, nukes and sh- bombs and shit are scary, but what we're going to do to them, like American companies and all other companies like Ford and BP and all them pulling out of Russia is going to disseminate them as a country. I know. The Russian rule And that's is- what I'm proud of is that we didn't just go over there and drop bombs because you know how it always was, bigger stick and just show them who's boss. Yeah. Like the Russian ruble is literally worth less than a penny right now. That's insane. But that's the thing. Like you're saying, he's he doesn't give a fuck. He's like a Soviet leader who didn't care about the people as they starved as he took over Poland. My theory on this, like as of the last couple of weeks- he just found out he's got some terminal illness and his timeline of doing this got moved up dramatically. Well, he wants it to be his legacy. Exactly. Like for all we know, he's got something like some terminal illness that he knows he's dying in a few years. He idolizes all the dictators that came before him and they all did crazy defining things. And this is what he wants his thing to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Fucking two asshole. countries that are <laughs> historically willing to sacrifice their own civilians for the advancement of state interests, it's China and Russia, Mao and Stalin. Combined, Mao and Stalin had a larger death toll than both world wars. Yeah, that shit's insane. That is ridiculous. Those were in peace times in in 19, what was it, 32? Yeah, I don't know. Stalin basically robbed the Ukraine Mm -hmm. at the time it was the Ukraine of all their food supplies and killed millions of people by effectively starving them out. People resorted to cannibalism. Yeah. Like it's disgusting. Not disgusting because it's a survival tactic. Yeah. So I take that back. Fight or flight. Absolutely. It all circles back. And like... I said this to Cliff before the podcast, and it's like, in an es- in essence, this is the one time that, like, the notion of cancel culture made an immediate dramatic impact with all of these companies eating a major financial loss to in cancel order. Putin. Yeah. To, like, stop them, right? I mean, you Putin. look at what Roman Abramovich did in selling Chelsea, and he's donating the proceeds to all victims of this war. Mm-hmm. Roman Abramovich is the guy that, like, he suggested Putin to Yeltsin as the successor. He was Putin's guy, and he basically came out and said, this is crazy. Yeah. I think it's what a lot of people are doing, which is, it's still scary, the type of power that he has, but I think he's learning quickly, very quickly, that he doesn't have as much power as he thinks. It's not going the way he thought it would, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, he also found out quickly, you can't lie to the soldiers about what they're going in to do. Yeah. They were conscripted and told that what they were conducting was like a military practice operation they had no idea that they were going in to wage a war and like yeah that's just deceitful isn't that like in what being a leader one-on-one class you gotta tell your soldiers what you're what they're doing 
Yeah. Right. And you want your soldiers to be fighting for something. Like you, they can't just be like, oh, I'm going to listen to you. They're fighting for pride to stay alive for their family. And at this to stay point, alive. they're going to drop their guns and be like, what the fuck are we doing? This? Yeah, Let's exactly. The so home. then once you put their livelihood in danger because you aren't prepared. Yeah. You're fuck this. What the fuck am I doing this for? Right. Well, when, you're, other- when you're like, oh shit, this is real life. I might die, but you're fighting for something that means something. You push forward. You yeah. see that this means nothing. We're doing this for no actual no reason other yeah. than his fucking egos. His ego. Mm-hmm. I'd fucking drop my shit, put on a Ukrainian uniform, and start fighting the other people. As long as they weren't my family. Also, Ukrainians are some of the most hilariously badass people. Look at their in president. The world. Like you've got the Shlevchenko brothers and the Klitschko brothers. The Shlevchenko's world champion MMA fighters, the yeah. Klitschko brothers, both world champion heavyweight boxers. Huge. That went, well, one of the Klitschko's was a mayor in, I, maybe it was Kharkiv, like the second biggest city in Ukraine. Okay. They're fighting. Like, yeah. Miss Universe 2016 was Ukrainian. She's there fighting. Like, these people are willing to lay down their lives. To protect their nation, which is yeah, that's insane. Awesome. Do you know it's kind of sad, and that I hope it never has to come to this. Imagine one fucking athletic superstar in America going to war. Could you imagine LeBron James would, being like, "I'm taking up arms"? No, I didn't want to say his name because, <laughs> no. like, I, I, he shouldn't be brought into this, but he should. But like, <laughs> for the sake of the argument, right? You see him no putting on a way. fucking, uh, what are those things called? Bulletproof vest to go out there and be like, hey, yeah, you're going to come find us. No, he'd fucking go, I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. I'm just saying in general, it'd be funny to think about. <laughs> um, you want to talk about another leader who doesn't care about his people? Yes. Yeah, put them in the same category, I guess. Um, I don't hate that. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I now know what it's like if... George McCaskey ran an entire organization and league. Fuck. I thought you were going somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where you thought I was going. Yeah, keep going. Uh, So baseball reached a lockout. It's, It's postponed. I don't know if it's indefinitely, but every single person is to blame. Yeah, right. Even you. Listening right now, your fault. It's one hundred fifty percent your fault. There, it, everyone is on the on the stage of people who messed up. You, me, you guys, Rob Manfraud. Sure, we'll put a little bit blame on the players, but it's hard to not be on their side just because millionaires versus billionaires. So you're putting more blame on me than the players for sure. Okay, 100%. fair enough. I'll wear for that for right, you for right now. And wear it's with not, honor. It's not like you're at this stage. Hand is about right at eye level, but, and the players are near belly button level. But you pointed at me and these two, and then said Rob Manfred, and then you said. And the players a little bit. Uh, The people I'm blaming are not in any specific order. Everybody is sharing blame, but you, especially you, whether you're in your car or you have headphones on, it's your fault. It's your fault. No, I, I'm lying. It's all about Rob Manfraud's fault. I just wanted to get you fired. I know. I'm fucking cheated, man, because listen, 
this is the greatest game ever played. It's, it's There's a movie about the greatest game ever played about golf. Wrong. Okay? Shia LaBeouf <laughs> would do a great job in that movie. But the greatest game ever played is baseball. It's the American dream. It's the American foundation. Apple pie, baseball, 4th of July. It Chevrolet. all goes on. Exactly. It all goes on at the same time. And when it doesn't happen at its designated time to happen, somebody's to blame and it's all of us. <laughs> We all failed as a unit. And for some little piece of shit wiener sucker, cocksucker, why am I fucking <laughs> holding myself back? For him to go on live TV telling us that it is lockout and we've reached a delay in the start of the season with a smile on your face. I hope somebody throws a brick into your teeth. I hope somebody and I hope that I hope that person is a prime Araldish Chapman. Love it. Right through the front teeth, because for you to go up there and have the audacity to look at every single reporter, look into a camera with not an ounce of remorse shown on your face shows me that you, one, don't care about this sport and its fans, two, only care about the money, three, have zero self-respect of keeping any sort of image for you, your friends, your family intact, and four... I lost what the point was because of how much you've thrown me off and kept my mentals in a twister roller coaster that's happening in the fucking wonder world because I lost the point again. What is going on and why can't we come to some agreement to help, you know, the players and the people that are in D in triple A, single A, double A. Those people are fighting for mattresses. Yeah. They're, they sleep in their cars when they're like playing. Exactly. You don't give them, they're a professional athlete. Even in the single A, you're a professional athlete and they have to eat ramen and sleep in their car. And you guys are too high on your horses to be like, hey, that's probably a little messed up. Not even minimum wage, not even, you know, like a thousand dollars a game incentive if you hit a home run, nothing like that. It's also the hardest sport to move up in. Exactly. 100%. So you have to give everything. And these people yes. give everything. So people are like, you have a backup plan. If you want to play professional sports, 99% of the people don't have a backup plan. It's really hard to get a fucking PhD and also win player of the year in anything. I understand yes. Josh Dobbs fucking has an aeroscience degree, but guess what? He's a seventh string quarterback. And there's a reason for that. Michael Jordan doesn't have a PhD. Kobe Bryant was very fucking smart and spoke like nine languages. So he's an anomaly. He doesn't count rest in peace. But back to my point is that if you 99.9% .9 of people, if you want to make it anywhere in professional sports, you have to give up everything, everything, especially yes. as an A ball guy, double A, mm -hmm. you have to want it that badly. And that's another one of the problems is you make it from single to double. Great. We made the jump double to triple. Great. You made the jump getting from triple to the league is damn near impossible because they want to keep you in triple as long as they can to avoid having to pay you. And there's always someone coming up behind you. So if you miss that spot and that's, that's a fucking almost it's life changing luck. amount of money. Yeah. It's, someone in triple a, who's finally going to get his chance this year, but maybe he misses it and someone under him takes it. Yeah. That's like minimum $5 million. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not like movie 
portals going from one place to another where it stays open for way too long while you decide what you're going to want to do. Yeah. The portal's open for a millisecond. You got to fucking be there, be in the right place, be playing your best ball right at that time when you walk in. Exactly. Well, and it goes back to the thing, like how the NBA and NFL draft, we all get excited. We're like, who's getting who? MLB draft. We're like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's like, it's it's like, we're never going to see these. We're not going to see these guys for five years, probably. Right. Like four or five years. You get the one, two, three draft picks right at one, two, and three. And like when I, I remember when I was coaching Rake City, Bregman was in the draft and got drafted number two overall. Maybe I think three. I don't know. Who cares? Cheater. Um, <laughs> and he went in. He was in the development system for what? Like a couple months he came up halfway through the season and never went back down that doesn't happen for every single person who gets drafted no and for the owners to just not share profit at a greater percentage just to make sure that these people playing to keep the game going can stay alive yeah how do you feel i don't feel good you don't feel better after that a little bit but like i the most like mind numbing thing is that the people in power of these decisions, granted it's not the ones playing because they want to play obviously, Mm -hmm. but the people making the decision just don't want to come to an agreement where we can start on time. And that's the most frustrating part as somebody who just loved the game of baseball since five years old. Yeah, of course. And but and to see him smile, the giggling, I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what? If he would have, if he would have came out and said, unfortunately, like, would I had said, I would have been angry. I would have said, fuck you. But I wouldn't have been like the way we all are right now. And it all goes back to my fucking blog. If I'm sitting in that room with him before he goes to make that speech, I go, hey, you're a piece of shit. You still gave me a job, so thank you for that. But go out there and show some. Fucking remorse before you lose everybody. Because when the owner of the league isn't showing you any positivity, the average fan is gone. Yep. I, I saw a great tweet. It was like, I was just looking like on Twitter, like people tweeting about the lockout. This guy goes like, this goes to the MLB. We don't love the MLB. We love baseball. Yeah. We love the game. We don't love you. And we don't need you to keep like ruining our spirits because we will see baseball. Eventually. Yeah, just maybe not at the major league level. People are still going to be playing baseball. Go Kids Beavers. are still yeah. going to fucking fall in love with baseball. That's a great point, James, is that when people say we're a fan of baseball, you never hear somebody say that they're a fan of the MLB. Yes. Yeah, no. When you see somebody who loves basketball, That's... it's either I love the NBA or I love the NCAA basketball. That's I so true. I never get anybody saying, I love football rather than I love the NFL. Mm-hmm. What's different in the MLB? People should say that they love the MLB rather than they just love the game of baseball. Yeah. This game can be played at any level. And the fact that it's not happening at the highest level where people can enjoy it the most mm-hmm. is despicable. I think that's why people say they love baseball is because if the highest level isn't doing it right. Right. Well, it, and. It, Going to sorry, any going to any level baseball game when like a fastball is more than seventy five miles per <laughs> hour is fun. Yeah. Being in a ballpark, hearing the oohs and the ahs and having some sunflower seeds and chugging a Gatorade, massive amount of dip, whatever. It makes you feel better. You're outside, it's nice yeah. out, you know? Well the thing that about it is everybody you talk to growing up, 
other than now, because sports have become so individual, like, or one sport, not many people play multi-sports anymore because they travel for one sport and their parents just force them to do it. But our generation, right? Every sport. Yeah. Everybody played baseball mm -hmm. and something else. Maybe right. not 15 sports, but every single person played baseball and some other sport because you don't necessarily have to be the fastest. You don't have to be the strongest. Right. Everybody can have a chance to be good at baseball. Fucking Greg Maddox threw 12 miles an hour. Yeah. Every size, shape, and ability was presented. So to it's you. almost Fielder. impossible to fuck it up. Right. Is what all I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And he's done it. Yeah. And this kind of brings me to the Putin thing, which I'm not getting back into politics, is like just because the highest person does something wrong doesn't mean you can just get them out of there. Right. Which is so unfortunate. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, who is all in the decision to let this man keep his job? Is it just him? Is that why he can keep the job? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And going back to your point on, like, everybody played baseball growing up, the game is dying because you think the five-year-olds that are turning five this year are getting a ball, a mitt, and a bat for Christmas or no the birthday? No chance. No. Absolutely fucking not. No way. They're, They're getting, getting Steph Curry jerseys. Metaverse. They're getting uh, anything that you can play. And which they don't do well either. Right. Or who knows? Maybe they're getting a little cross stick. No, I'm saying which the MLB doesn't do well marketing itself on EA Sports, video game, whatever. Oh, yeah. No, the games, they do MLB the show. But that was only for one fucking console. Right. Which makes no sense. Yeah. And they the don't make them incredibly fun. <laughs> Whoa, no. The show is pretty fun. Yeah, but for a baseball fan, everybody plays FIFA. Right. Everybody FIFA plays FIFA. Me into soccer. Absolutely, That's I can play point, the show. Right? Everybody the plays two K. Yeah, but you fucking love baseball. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. You, you yeah. and I, yeah. You yeah. telling me that an average fan, you go, hey, I got FIFA or I got the show. I really want to play the show, but what do you want to play? They're gonna say FIFA. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're gonna say okay. Yes, you're yeah. both 100 percent right. On and that. I didn't even have an MLB game after Evan Longoria two K twelve. Honestly, ten. That's what I said. Um, until the show came on Xbox. I never had one besides backyard baseball. Well, well that Pablo was the best Sanchez dingers. Pete Wheeler, another guy I fell in love with. Ernie Steele. Yeah. All right. You got anything else you got to say? Um, I'm applying to a job with the White Sox, and I would love to get it. <laughs> nice. I don't know if you'll make it. It, wait a second. If you get the job and then they don't have a season. Oh, yeah. No, completely understand. I, was, I don't want to put that in your brain. Oh, but you, that's why I put my head on this because I was like, that would just be so us. You don't you don't think it's already been in my brain? I know. But, but like, it's funny, though. Oh, it is. But <laughs> positive, I mean, Brady. Positive. No, I am being positive. And that's why I'm being positive, because when it snows, I just start laughing. Yeah. And then when we pack the job and they don't have MLB, we just start laughing. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Classic it's, us. It's like, <laughs> exactly. oh, dude, it, it, the exact same thing. Thing correlates perfectly. Did you guys see the story that I put up on Washed Up Instagram? Probably. I opened up one of those uh, electronic yeah, yeah. coolers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yes. there was nothing was, there. It was desolate. And since I was walking by them, I was like, this is hilarious. Like, I'm just reliving the conversation we had about them back on an episode. And I opened the door to the Gatorade one, completely empty. I let out a verbal laugh. <laughs> I laughed out loud at how absurd this idea is. Yeah. Because you can't get angry because it's so 
fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that you're, you're just like I just, <laughs> only there for and, ad space. And there was somebody like stocking the shelves of things behind me, so I couldn't be like, you know, as I was <laughs> in my head, that I just sucks. go, what the fuck? But I opened it and just go, <laughs> dude, you know what? That really helps when you start doing stuff like that. Just laughing at stupid shit. Yeah. Makes you really realize the good stuff that goes on in your day. Yeah. When you stop just the three bad things that you freaked out about, when you right. stop freaking out about it, you're like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. Good things do happen to good people. Yeah. It's really tough though. Oh my God. It's I'm having tough. a really tough time. Oh, it's yeah. been two fucking days. Yeah, exactly. And I already said what I just said, but even though I am reversing that right now, to just have the first part happen. Since we talked about you seeing one of those, or yeah. any of us seeing one of those doors of the translucent thing, which means you saw it, that means you're gonna get the job. Right, exactly. And you're gonna get paid for doing nothing since they don't have a season. <laughs> Boom, spin zone. Spin zone. That was an epic spin zone. Do you know what else You spins? would be so fucking good at that job. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay, I was done. <laughs> Thank you. I think so too. That's... Uh, yeah. And you're going to be good at it. Not you are. You are going <laughs> to. Ah, yes. Thank you. Exactly. Do you know what else spins? What spins, Brady? Basketballs. Yeah, they do. I have a couple things that I need. Oh, yeah. I have a couple things that I need to say. Like Pat just went off about the MLB and I'm yeah, going to go off. Yeah, was it coherent before you go off? Yeah. Yes. It made perfect sense. All right. For me, it's good. Just made us more sad too, but it made perfect sense because it sucks what we're in right now. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. But what do we do when things suck? Rant about them. We laugh it off. <laughs> just, just cut your whole entire part <laughs> and put the laugh. <laughs> okay. If you didn't know that the Bulls were going to struggle against good teams, then you're just a fake fan. You're like, a part of the problem. And be, yeah, and people are like, oh, you guys are excited about them beating bad teams because they have to, because they're going to struggle against good teams because they aren't their whole team. We haven't had the whole team basically all year. And Eight we still games. only have five bad losses, in my opinion. And as of right now, with how hurt we've been, I'll take five bad losses over good wins as of right now. We're still the second team in the East. We're still fifth overall in the NBA. So, like, for me to see people freaking out about, like, them being two and ten against pe teams above 500, I, I don't care. Yep. We're still the second team in the Eastern Conference, the yeah. Chicago friggin' Bulls. I would be more concerned if they were losing to the shitty teams. Like That's exactly what like, I'm saying. Like, say they play Miami one night, they play them great, and the next night they play the Pistons and lose. That would be more concerning. I, I agree with James completely. Because here's the other thing. I just said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, I mean, you're both spot on. Like, thank you. Eight, <laughs> eight games. That's how many games we had a healthy lineup for. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's 10 per, less, a little less than 10% of the season. Yeah. I mean, how can you expect like, com, like completeness or full cohesiveness with less than 10%. Because there's so many fake Bulls fans out there. It's really a travesty. It I've really never is, been able to experience it. Like, I didn't, I wasn't able to experience it with you guys last year. And you guys were talking about like fake Sox fans, which you both handled very well. I'm not handling this well with fake Bulls fans because I'm, we're Cubs fans. I mean, Cubs fans were as loyal as fucking anybody in the world. And anybody who came around in 2016, we didn't listen to, right? No, we didn't want you. 
Exactly. Well, it wasn't that we didn't want you. It was just like, who gives a shit? Like, we didn't care. Yeah, your opinion is garbage. This, the fake Bulls fans are making me mad because I don't have thousands of loyal fans around like the Sox do and the Cubs do. There there wasn't too many loyal Bulls fans before this year, to be honest with you. No, that's right. Dude, I know. <clears throat> and like, is somebody on your level? Like, I, I watched the Paul Zipser games. Like, I believed in Lowry Markkinen because I had to. Felice, I, I didn't Cristiano do that. Felicio. I appreciate your dedication with that one, but Lowry Markkinen, oh my God, they were one of the biggest upsets in March Madness history, and he was on the team, and then we draft him seventh overall, and then he literally did nothing. So I appreciate your dedication again, but fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, it was apparent by, like, his... Paul Zipser? My guy. I loved Paul Felicio. Well, oh, John Lucas the third was once on the Bulls. And LeBron literally yeah. jumped over him. Literally put television. his balls on his forehead. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. But dude, in like you know what's wild is Anthony Davis supposedly told Clutch Sports that he wants to come back to Chicago. We don't want you stay in LA. Think about him. how fucking crazy that is. We've had, we haven't even had a full season. Oh, a full I, success. Yeah, I, now I get what you're saying. Yeah, and the and article I, came out today that Zach Levine is saying, I could care less about the money. This isn't about me. I'm staying here, basically. Yeah. Love like, that. you what? We have <laughs> yeah. built a culture, a winning culture, after so quickly. seven years of straight garbage. S- literally sucking. In less than a year. And people are now attracted to it. The Bulls are a hot market. Like, Tristan Thompson chose to come to the Bulls. He's going to win. And now the Sixers MVP. are pulling out all stops to get DeAndre fucking Jordan after he was waived by the Lakers. <laughs> like, think about how sad that is. Also, I fucking hate James Harden. I want the Sixers to fail miserably. Fuck mm. him. I don't hope it's on the back of a Joel Embiid injury, but I'm... Tsst, but... <laughs> Nice. I truly think... <laughs> it took me a second, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I truly think that that's not going to work because financially, they're going to have to restructure everything because James Harden is going to want the Supermax. They're going to have to get rid of Tobias Harris. They're going to have to pay Tyrese Maxey the next year. Yeah. If they don't win this year, it's going to be tough. Do you know what's so great about James Harden? Is that like he fully expects a Supermax contract? That's why I love him. Not like I don't root for him to do well, but I just love the guys that walk into the room that deserve nothing and <laughs> expect everything. Because I'm just like the balls on those guys. Like <laughs> oh, he doesn't care. Weeks. He doesn't care. No, I know James fucking hard. He's like he's like I'm gonna go to another team and then I'm gonna go to another team and then I'm gonna go in there fat as fuck to the gym and be like. I need a super max or else I'm leaving because he knows some other <laughs> stupid ass team will pick him up. And that's why they're not going to work. And Sad also thing is, is it, he uh, is that good. I get a kick out of him personally. <laughs> he doesn't play fucking defense. And you know, what's crazy. He came into the league as a defensive specialist. He won defensive player of the year for Arizona state or something, Yeah, which I b- blew my mind, which obviously is very easy, but <laughs> I was still like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Brady, I thought you were going to do it. He's going to go to another team, then go to another team, then 
Yeah, go, go to, to another, another team. team. I mean, that's really what it has become, though. Like March is for the people. So I forgot to say that. <laughs> it's earlier. the people's march. Yeah, I guess then we gotta let it happen. But Brez, I really like what you said. So when uh, before, like let's say two years ago, two or three years ago, when Anthony Davis was on the move and his contract extensions and things were just up in the air, and we got that same photoshopped image of him coming back to Chicago. We were all like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, and he didn't want us. I think he now said it. Now we get yeah. hot and sexy, doing our makeup. We're going out every time. We grew a beard that's connecting all the way around. We got now abs Ant- all of a sudden. Exactly. <laughs> now Anthony Davis looks across the bar, sees the guy he turned down before, and is like, whoa, who's that? They got hot. LeBron goes, that's the Chicago Bulls. And he goes, oh, fuck, I want him now. Oh, no, man. thanks. We're good. Yeah, thank God. Stay I'm not, you know what's wild? What did you say? I said, thank God I'm not in the front office. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, you, the thing is, you're right, though. Like You can talent, come back to me whenever you want. Talent-wise? <laughs> Brady's drunk calling Anthony Davis, come here. <laughs> I love you. A core of shit. <laughs> a core of Levine. DeMar and Anthony Davis with Lonzo Ball running the point would work fabulously. If. Yeah, if he stays healthy. We experienced a max contract player that was plagued with injuries before. And it crushed. It divided Bulls fans. Like, Derek Rose, do we really want to go through that all over again? This no. is like you, me bringing up the Bears. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Get fucked. If, I'm if, sorry. If you could go 2K mode and turn injuries off, you pursue that avenue 11 times out of 10. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not mad about it. It didn't divide me based on what we should have done with him. It divided me because... I was so upset. And you guys know when I get upset, I just get angry at the person, mm-hmm. right? Instead of trying to figure out what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. So when he comes out and goes, I wanted to walk across the stage with my son, I got really mad at him because it's not about him. It's about me. <laughs> and, but now, like, now that I've had some time growing up a little bit, like, I am so appreciative of fucking Derrick Rose and everything that he did for the Bulls. Yeah. And this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just really needed to say that out loud because I have said some things in public that were not very nice to Derrick Rose. (laughs) But then I saw him play for the Knicks this year against the Bulls, and I started chanting MVP. That, that, I'm really proud of you. That was like good to get that off your chest. <sighs> it felt really good. I'm a new man this month. I, I swear I've never yeah, said what, it. On whatever this you're having, before either. whatever you're having, I'll have two. I have yeah. been drinking so much water. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have two. I'll have two waters then. Um, tell us about your thoughts on ESPN and basketball. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> After this one, I'm getting happy. Um, how you're gonna love this one? I didn't believe you at first. Again, wrong. Arturis Garnervas, you were right about that one. And then this one. That's the only two things I'll ever admit to you. <laughs> um, until Patrick Williams comes back and I get to throw it in your face, even though I'm rooting for him. But how in the Sam hell is John ja Morant not like two or three? In the MVP race. He's fucking seven right now. Who are the Memphis Grizzlies? John They're Morant. sick. I. They are John Morant. I'm taking my victory lap on this because I 
fucking told you guys. Like he, you, you, you are big. You have been big on him for a long time. He is fucking incredible. Yeah, I am so happy that you're right. That I'm not even mad. I was wrong. But in saying that, (laughs) how do these people have jobs? I know it's like part of their thing is to get people to watch and having people like Skip Bayless and having people like Stephen A and having people like Mike Skellerman where people come on and just get so mad like that's but at the end of the day why don't they go home and be like hey maybe I should say something intelligent about sports instead of trying to get everybody fired up and and views when did we just lose integrity about sports and and people viewing it because someone out there who can't think for themselves listens to Stephen A. Smith talk and, and goes to work and says that that's the truth. And that's wrong. There's people walking around living little white lies about sports (laughs) that they shouldn't because they should listen to me (laughs) and us (laughs) who are the fucking Memphis Grizzlies. If John Morant isn't on the team, I can't, I can only name, I think what, Jaron Jackson, is that like the only other player I think I can name on that team? Desmond he got Bain. drafted third overall. Dude, but do you think right now the new uh, the Pelicans are just sitting there like, just going like this, like, huh? Dude, have you guys seen the Kings roster, what they could have been? It would have yeah. been, been like Steph, Giannis, Zach Levine, Luka Doncic, and somebody else that they passed up on and instead had like Tyreek Evans and Tyrus Thomas. It's crazy. DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, but... We really got to do something about this because I'm really trying to be positive. I really am. I know. And I can't, I can't look at this shit on ESPN anymore. Seventh, seventh in the MVP rankings. 50 the other night and that, that like half court or that lob that Steven Adams threw and he caught and he just threw it up. That was unbelievable. And his last recreate that in 2k on easy mode. In his last five games, he's actually averaging 40 points a game. Yep. Yeah, he's doing Will Smith and Fresh Prince of Bel Air back. <laughs> yeah. But and the other thing is 7.9 assists on those 40 points. Yeah. He, For a team that if you went outside and asked 10 people, wouldn't even know that they moved from Vancouver. <laughs> or even if they ever, ever were existed in, in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, 55 Williams. I've seen that jersey at Lollapalooza one time. It's really you know, like like yeah. be like oh who's Zach Randolph uh, I don't know who the hell that is Zebo who's Rudy Gay oh the guy from the Spurs yeah right. yeah no the guy who fucking dominated for the Grizzlies yeah. I mean and and then too like seeing Allen Iverson like tweeted out like a picture of like Moran's jersey on his MVP trophy saying it's your time soon I'm like all right that's fucking awesome yeah yeah that's crazy. I, I just, I really don't care. Shout out, Brez. John um, Morant. <laughs> everything else in the NBA that I have to talk about is that the Bulls play Atlanta on Thursday. Got to get a win there. We have we have really played well against them. We have to beat the Bucks on Friday. Oh, it's going to be bad. We're going to beat them that bad. We have to beat them on Friday. I know I was just talking about how we don't have good wins, and I'm not upset about it. We have to beat them on Friday because Kryptonite comes in on Monday. Yep. And that's Philly. Yeah. And I, I just, I've given up on them beating them. It's just, you know, sometimes your teams lose to other teams no yeah. matter what. If we can get two wins Thursday, Friday, going into Philly, huge. Yeah, and then I think we have like Phoenix and then a couple cupcakes and then. We have the toughest remaining schedule the rest of the year. Yeah. Good. It's, yeah, no, that definitely is good. But that just like Milwaukee. In conference, in division, me get that fucking win on Friday. Me as a washed up person would hate this schedule. 
Oh yeah, I look at it and I'm I, pissed. And I say, no, no, thank you, no, thank you. I, I I'll pass. I, I don't like being the best on the court, but I don't like being the tenth best guy on the court. Yeah, we won, we won forty games. Right. We can't ask for much more than that. Exactly. <laughs> that mentality so, is is a good one to have. It's a fun one. Don't get me wrong. It is. But. Because when you get to that little cupcake, yeah. you walk into the gym and the, you look at the team you're playing against, you're like, fuck yeah, we're going to kill them. That was always the best. <laughs> like best we, feeling in the world. Elementary school basketball. Oh, we're playing St. Celestines. Yeah, right? Exactly, dude. I but but the challenge is what makes you. No, it no, doesn't. Putting no. up 40 and telling everybody in the lunchroom the next day is what makes you. Yeah. The, the Getting best. a quadruple double with blocks, steals, and assists, and rebounds, <laughs> and no points is what I live for. Yeah, I agree. And then you just start cherry picking at the end to rub it in. Yeah. Boop, lay it right in. Yeah. Quick and then you. when people do that to you, yeah. fuck these guys. They don't respect the game. <laughs> when I lose my track of thought and words, I'm just going to start making sounds. So that's kind of what I've been doing today. <laughs> you get it. I do it all the yeah. time. <laughs> um, one last thing on the Bulls, and uh, then we got to wrap up the show, is... Zach Levine had to carry us all last year. And so he had to score, if not the same amount as DeMar or more. He hasn't had to or done that yet. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Last year has also taken a toll on his body this year, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. But he's still got that score killer instinct that's going to come out. And DeMar and him are both going to have 30 every game when the team's healthy. It's like the feeling that we have before the game starts and we put the bet in. Yeah. Can't wait for it to happen. Exactly. Just waiting it's on going, it to hit. It's going yeah. to happen. I I have way more faith in Zach Levine getting 30 points than my nine-leg parlay I put in today. You know what? But also, same feeling. The same thing about, like, Lonzo Ball coming back, too. He's going to get so many open looks. And, like, why Carl Anthony Towns won the, uh, the three-point contest? It's not a jump shooter. Monzo doesn't jump very high. He's splashing threes. Go Bulls, baby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's go Bulls. You're a fucking beast. Music that was by Pat wow. Mellers and Starly, Charlie Foreman. <laughs> Stay hydrated. It's St. Patrick's Month. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know. I ain't so fly, don't you? So too, shawty tryna come through to kick it like kung fu On the block cruise with the sunroof open I'm the one who everybody love, everybody wanna be like me I cha-cha real smooth Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do I break rules and race roofs Sit great goose with great juice I make moves and I make the music And hang loose, homie Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go To the wrong tie, can't sink if it's all dry. Land one day, you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb. Oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine. On God, I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my mindset, saying nothing to me now. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go right. Get it, get it, good, good.
Got it, good, good, get it, got it. Good.